Good morning. And welcome to everyone here at the Sidman United Methodist Church, both in person and online. If you are able, please stand and sing our hymn of heritage, Oh, for a Thousand Tongues to Sing. First four verses, number 76 in the pew hymnal. <clears throat> screen or in your pew Bibles, uh, page 495, Psalm 66, verses 1 through 12. Shout for joy to God, all the earth. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. So great is your power that your enemies cringe before you. All the earth bows down to you. They sing praise to you. They sing the praises of your name. Come and see what God has done, how awesome his deeds for mankind. He turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the waters on blood. God was in him. He rules forever by his power. His eyes watch the nations. Let not the rebellious rise up against him. Praise our God, O people. Let the sound of his praise be heard. He has preserved our lives and kept our feet from slipping. For you, O God, have us. You brought us into prison and laid burdens on our backs. You lifted them high over our heads. We went through fire and water, but you brought us to a place of abundance. You may be seated for the announcements. Sidman, Sunday, October 16th, is the TCBY meeting at, from 5 to 7 p.m. Beaverdale, on Monday the 17th, is Bible study at 7 p.m. And on Saturday, October 22nd, is a pork and sauerkraut dinner from 4 to 6.30 p.m. for $12. And in Dunlow, uh, Tuesday the 11th is the ladies' meeting. Wednesday the 12th is uh, they need volunteers to help with the cleaning of the church. Next Sunday, worship service with the bishop catered dinner at the fire hall. And Tuesday the 18th, there will be Bible study at 1 o'clock in the upstairs and a celebration of firemen on October 23rd. And there will be a soup and sale and baked goods sale from 10 to 12 
on 11-5, November 5th. Pre-orders are available if you call the number listed in the bulletin. And for the charge on Wednesday, October 12th, the food bank at the Galleria from 12 to 2. And on Sunday, October 30th, is the anointing service. And now if the children will come forward for the oh, children. I have an announcement. Oh. Uh, uh, the, the, the ministerium, Portia's ministerium, is trying to get a combined choir for the Thanksgiving service on November 20th. The, the service takes place at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at Elton. They're, they're, they're planning on, it makes no difference whether you can sing or not. Uh, numbers look good. Uh, they're planning on a rehearsal in October, and they're planning on one before the 20th, and then there will be a final one on the 20th at 2.15 before the service. So if you can sing or can't sing, it makes no difference. Uh, they're looking for people to be in this, this combined choir, which would be a nice showing for Thanksgiving. Now the children can come forward. The two children can come forward. <laughs> okay, I want you to pick a card. Who wants to go first? You. Okay. Since I hurt your feelings the last time you were here by not letting you write and put the candles out there, take a card. Any card. That's the one you want. Okay? Now let me see. You don't get to keep them. Not, not that. Oh, do you, do you know the answers to these? Uh, what do we have? Three questions. The angel Gabriel, you ever heard of Gabriel? Told of the birth of what two men? God. Now, who else is God? What's God's son's name? You don't have to raise your hand. You're not in school. They taught you well. What's, what's God's son's name? Jesus, yes. And who was the other one? He baptized Jesus. Do you know his name? John the... John the plumber. <laughs> John the Baptist. You ever hear of him? You never heard of John the Baptist? Oh my goodness, John the Baptist baptized Jesus. Uh, oh, geez, this, this is a tough one. How old was Abraham when Sarah gave birth to their son Isaac? 27, you said 20? 10. 10? Jeez, wow. 35? 60? 80? He was 100 years old. 100 years old. He's older than Gene back there. Okay? He's older than him, and they gave his wife, who's 80, gave birth to their son Isaac. Oh, well, this is, you won't get this. This has been taken away from all at What skin disease did the brave soldier Nahum have? Black. Okay. What skin disease? That's a disease? Black? Yeah, there it is. Okay. You ever hear of leprosy? That's a skin disease. You could lose an arm. You could lose parts of your body would fall off because of uh, of, of leprosy. And Jesus was cured if you saw if you saw somebody with with leprosy. All right, let's do one more. Thank you. Which disciple of Jesus? You answered before the question was answered, asked. Once cut off a man's ear. There was a disciple of Jesus and he cut off a man's ear. Who was that? Who was that? The name starts with a P. Peter. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Oh, Moses. You ever hear of Moses? Mo you never heard of Moses? Wow. We'll have to start to, to, uh, telling, reading some short stories about these people. He had a brother. Did you know that? What was his brother's name? God? No, no, God, no. God wasn't. Who? 
Tell who? Going. God. Is that what he said? Gone. He's not agreeing with what you're telling me. You're saying gone. He's not saying that. He keeps coming in after you. Well, the real name was Aaron. All the priests had come from Aaron. That was Moses' brother's name. Yay. Oh, watch it back there. Okay. Oh, I won't ask that one. I don't know. Do we have a, uh, do we have a uh, easy one here? Oh. Oh, I hate these. Somebody went down into the Dunlow Church Tuesday morning, came in the back door, and what did she run across? A black snake about that gone. I'll never go into the basement there again. Never. What animal tempted Eve into eating the forbidden fruit? I already gave you that. A, a what? A cloud. A cow. No, I don't think it was a cow. It was a snake. The snake was hanging down from the tree Yay. telling Eve, this is what you should eat. Eat this piece of fruit. Okay, so you give me some ideas for some, for, for some other ones. We need to read you some stories about people in the Bible. And I have a book at home for people your age about the... Uh, Church story. Oh my goodness, what's here? Look, oh my goodness. Can't have any of that yet. Let's pray, okay? Our gracious God, we thank you for this opportunity to have these two young boys come up here and answer these, these tough questions. We thank you for their presence here, uh, dear Lord. We ask that you be with them and protect them throughout their week at school. We pray all of us in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, and everybody says what? Amen. You got that one right. Take your choice. Now you can see everything. Then I got a job for you to do afterwards. Take whatever you want. Makes no difference to me. Unless it's chocolate. Okay, now, can you put all that stuff back in there? Send that link for me. In this container. Look at all that thing. Oh my goodness. It reminds me of Halloween, doesn't it? If you see something you like, feel free to take it. Now when you go back to your seat, you can lift your hands. Yeah. That, that's everything? Well, there's that dude that you Starbucks out there, way out there. How's that get out? We got... Now, if you are able to stand for the hymn of hope, Jesus, the very thought of thee, number 79, first four verses.
be seated. This, this uh, uh, story was passed on to me by somebody who thought that the, the, the story reminded them of me. A little boy was waiting for his mother to come out of Morrison's store. As he waited, he was approached by a man who asked, Son, can you tell me where the post office is? The little boy replied, Sure. Just go straight down the street and at the end turn to your right. The man thanked the boy kindly and said, I'm the new minister in town. I'd like for you to come to church on Sunday. I'll show you how to get to heaven. The little boy replied with a chuckle, Ah, come on. We don't even know how to get to the post office. <laughs> and he thought of me when, I, when, he, when he read that story. I think of me when I read that too. Well, we're going to have a baptism uh, next month in church, right over here. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, what's his name? Jackson. Jackson. Ah, Jackson. His first name's not Michael, is it? No. Michael Jackson. No, Jackson. Uh, uh, Jackson uh, will be comfortable in my arms so when I put the water on his head, which is not cold water, it's warm, lukewarm water. Cold water makes him cry, and I start reading all like that. Uh, that uh, I'll hold him and he won't squirm or be anything like that. If he is, he goes back to mom right away. <laughs> she can hold him while I, while I baptize him. So that, that'll be, uh, that'll be uh, uh, nice. Right now we're looking for the, uh, what was it, the 13th? November the 13th? November the 20th. The Sunday be, November the 20th? Yeah, Christ the King Sunday, yeah, okay. Do we have any, uh, Joyce, Joy, Joy, Joy. Thank you, Ever Joy. No, you just forgot your hand was, was up there. Okay. No joys. How about concerns? Yes? When my grandson Zach, he was hurt at the football game Friday night. He hurt me. Far Sales football? Who won? He lost. Oh. He hurt his knee. Uh oh. And what grade are you in? 11th. 11th grade. Yeah! Tom. Thomas. Right. Put him on a permanent prayer list. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a good book, the, the, the one I'm reading now, the prequel. Good book. Good book. You don't know how to get to get the band on the phone. Well, I got a microphone call, that's why I have to do that. Okay. That's it, nothing? Okay. What an easy day it is today. So let us enter into our time of prayer as we raise our voices up to God Almighty. Keep ever in our minds and hearts the suffering you endured for us, so that we will be bold enough to follow you. As you emptied yourself for us, let us completely empty ourselves for your sake, so that we may rejoice to take up our crosses daily and follow you. Be gracious to all who remember us in their prayers or desire to be remembered in ours. Strengthen the hearts of your servants against temptations. Grant that we may encourage one another to love and to serve you. We offer prayers for the law enforcement officers, the, the military personnel, especially Second Lieutenant Carl Smith, and the health workers. We pray for the leaders of our country, community, and church. And we offer prayers for the difficult time our, our country is purposely being put through. And we pray for the situation in Ukraine and around the entire world. We pray for health issues. We pray for the well-being and safety of our youth. We pray for the good health and well-being of members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We also pray for any of the difficulties, troubles, problems, concerns, 
uncertainty that the members of the congregation are going through. We pray for Zach, who hurt his knee in Friday night's football game, and we offer more prayers for, for, for Thomas. We pray for Tom and Roseanne Burkett. We pray for Carol and Steve, and we pray for Jean Ivanko, and we pray for Michelle H., who is having to deal with, with cancer. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that had come to the attention of the people while we were praying, let them say those names out loud now. Dear Lord, let us bring our prayer time to a close by praying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Would the ushers please come forward for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings. Gracious God in heaven, we thank you for this uh, weekly opportunity where we come to worship you and to offer you to our tithes and gifts and offerings. We ask that you accept them to be used for, in help with running of the church here in Sydney and with spreading your word throughout the area. And we, we thank you for these two boys who are presenting to you everything this morning. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning comes from uh, the book of Luke. Because that's where the lectionary has us. We're on uh, chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. 
One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. The words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So this is called being grateful. You may think you're grateful now, but wait and, and draw your conclusions after the sermon is over. In the reading of the ten lepers, what's the most surprising fact? That only one came back shouting for joy and falling down at the feet of Jesus, or the fact that nine didn't? One out of ten, that makes it ten percent. So often, once we get what we want from God, we wander away. Yay. Only one return. The tendency was to say, Lord, if you heal me, I'll start walking. The Lord says, start walking, and then along the way, you'll see that I'm working. As they went, they were made clean. Jesus showed compassion more than they asked for. We spend our lives being ungrateful. We start by being ungrateful to our parents. Of all living creatures, humans take the longest to become able to stand on their own two feet and take care of themselves in the world. Oh, he doesn't like what I'm saying? Oh, that's it. Oh, he likes that. Okay, good. Then we continue being ungrateful to those who have helped us. Few of us have gotten to our place in life without the help of other people. My mother sent uh, uh, an email to me once back in 2005, and the title of it or the subject said, Mr. Griffith. I knew exactly what was going to be in the email. That was my band director, died in uh, February or somewhere, but I know it was 2000, 2005. And I, I felt. We stayed in touch throughout my career as a teacher and throughout his retirement. And uh, I, I felt, I, I called, I knew, his, I knew his wife, she was the choir director of the high school choir, the high school choir that I would sing in when they'd go away for a contest. And uh, his daughter played in the high school band and I taught his two sons, Rayburn and Mackie, trumpet, how to play, how to play the, uh, uh, the trumpet. So I called her and asked if, for her permission if it was okay if I drove down from, where was I? I was in North Huntington. If I drove down to attend the funeral. And she said, well, it's going to be at Arlington Cemetery. He was a retired lieutenant colonel in the Air Force. And uh, she told me the date. So I went, I drove down, went down the day before because I had to take all my food, food with me and I had to get a hotel room that had a, 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 a microwave in it and all that sort of stuff so I could prepare what I wanted to eat. And I drove to Arlington the, the day I got there and the, the, the funeral wasn't until the next day. And I felt I, I was compelled to go there because of what this man had, had done for me. He'd, he'd changed, changed my life. He'd, he'd given me, opened up a career in music for 30, 38, eight years. So I went and uh, I had to clear it with the Army, not the Army, the Air Force chaplain if it was okay if I would speak. And uh, he said, yes, but keep it short, because the military guard is standing there with the flag not folded yet over the, uh, the uh, wasn't a coffin, it was an urn. Uh, and so we don't want to keep them at that too long, so keep it short. So I did, I talked. And I was surprised to find I was the only student there. This man had a 40-some-odd year teaching, teaching career. And uh, I, I was the only student there, but I felt drawn to, uh, I had to, uh, I had to, to be there. We, we walked behind a, a horse-drawn casket, and in the back of the casket there was a drawer you could pull out that the urn would go in, and they would close it. And we would walk from wherever we started to the uh, cemetery site. Uh, site. 
There was a bugler over far away. You couldn't hear because the wind was blowing that way. And then I thought this was neat. There was a lady who stood over here with a, 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 an officer standing next to her. Come to find out, she was the wife of the general of the Air Force that was overseeing uh, Arlington at that time. And she would come over after everybody got up and leave, and she would present something to the family of the uh, of the mi mi Mr. Griffith. I thought that was really, really nice. But I felt I owed this man. I was very grateful for what this man had had done, 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 done for me. I, I, I still am. But that was a. Uh, it was in March of 2005, and it was so warm in the end of March that all I had to do was wear my suit jacket. That was all. It was a nice warm day. He was buried here in the Pentagon, was right across there, one street over. So, okay. Finally, we are ungrateful to God. We pray in times of need, and when we receive what we ask for, we then forget about God until the next crisis. Look at the, uh, the attendance in churches on 9-12, the first Sunday, or the first Sunday after 9-11. I believe it was a Tuesday. I think, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, the population of all the churches increased until Thanksgiving. Then it went back to normal. And then it went downhill. It's been, it's been going downhill ever since then. Do we need another crisis to bring everybody back to church? Well, we're in a crisis now. We better start getting back to, uh, back to church. A man surprised nine men robbing his home. Eight of them got away. The homeowner was able to push one into the pool. He realized the robber couldn't swim. So the homeowner jumped in to save the robber. Once out, the robber yelled to his friends to come back. The robber pulled out a knife on the homeowner and threatened him. The homeowner threw the robber back in the pool. Our basic response to God as a Christian is to be grateful. Grateful for the gift of life that we have. Grateful for the world we live in and the country we live in. Grateful for the people God has given us to enrich and grace our lives. The proper response to any blessing from God is to offer him thanks and praise. In giving thanks in all things, we'll find that God is in all things. You doing okay? Huh? He doesn't like that, uh, 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 what do they call him again? Binky. Yeah, he doesn't like that Binky that much. He's two months old. That's what dad, dad did when I asked him, how old is the baby? Two months. Okay. How many blessings have we received today, today, Sunday, October the 9th, without even pausing to say thank you? Repeat after me. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. There's something life-giving about gratitude. There's evidence that grateful people take better care of themselves. Gratitude is a stress reducer. Grateful people are more helpful. There are links between gratitude and the immune system. Faith and gratitude are closely related. Faith without gratitude is not faith. Faith without gratitude is not faith. If we have trouble forgiving those whom we consider absolutely unforgivable, Forgive them because they may have a fuller understanding of the saving power of the gospel than you do. When Christians practice gratitude, they come to worship. Not just to get something out of it, but to give thanks and praise to God. We get out of it what we put into it. To do so, we have to put something into it. What's your motivation to come to church? To get something from it or to give something to it? There's a story, I mean, the, the story about giving 
and then getting. Our answer reveals our view of the church of God. Are you giving or are you getting? This may be why churches are losing members. Motivation has changed. We must be entertained. With most entertainment, we don't have to put anything into it. A lot of the new church, it's, 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 it's all taking. All we do is take. Uh, more, uh, just about every modern church that I've gone into does not have an altar. They don't have an altar like that. What they have instead is a stage. I haven't seen a new church yet that has any kind of altar like we have in the three churches that, that I serve or in other churches that I've been into. They're all stages. One felt so strongly he returned because of that. He not only phys was physically healed, but spiritually as well. Gratitude, faith, healed the man completely, which is what Jesus will do for you if you just go to him. It's important to your future life in eternity that you become one of the few in the 10% by being faithful. You, you are one of the few. All of you. There's a lot of people out there, 90% more than what we had. Let's say we had 30 here. What's 90%? Who's in math? There's the math ladies. 90% of 30? Well, 30%, uh, we want 90% of 30. I mean, uh, increase the, the 30 by 90%. 57. So you're one of the few because you're here on church. Where are the other 57 people who might say that they're Christians? Do they come to church? Most of them probably don't because our numbers are going down in all denominations. Except, you know what the fastest growing religion is, denomination is? Islam. Islam is growing. Ours is going down. That's not the Methodists, Protestants, Catholics are going, are going down. So, be faithful. And you'll be surprised what it'll do, do for you. Like that little little baby there. Let us pray. <coughs> God of our lives, the one who knows the path that has been laid for us, let us see all the blessings, all the ways that you, God, have given us and express to you in our own way, our most deepest and in our most sincere way, the amount of gratitude that you have coming due to who you are and what you have done and in our lives. We offer our help, health felt, heartfelt gratitude to you this morning. In your most holy name we pray. Thank you. Amen. Let us now sing our, our, our last hymn, our hymn of praise, Joyful by Mr. Beethoven, Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee. Number one in our hymnal.
May we all come to realize how God is involved in our lives and what he has done for us and in our lives. None of us would be where we are today if it wasn't for God. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. In the name of the Father, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, be with all of you and remain with you this day and forevermore. Go and earn your day. And all God's children said, Amen. I'd like to do that again. All God's children said, Amen. That's better. <laughs>